Welcome to episode 141 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at Monday, Season 6, Episode 14. The original air date was February 28th, 1999. The IMDb's user score has risen from 8.8 to 9.0 out of 10, following the Fox Marathon. And the action primarily takes place in Washington, D.C. This was directed by Kim Manners and written by Vince Gilligan and John Scheiben. All three of those are names that we've heard several times before, and we'll be hearing again and again right through Season 9. As far as the plot of this episode goes, the story structure is similar to that popularized by Groundhog Day. A day repeats over and over and over again until the people involved get it right, and only one person knows that's going on. In this case, that person is Pam. Her boyfriend, Bernard, has built a bomb and wants to rob a bank, and it inevitably results in the deaths of Mulder and Scully, as well as Bernard and a number of other people who just happen to be in the bank at that time. Pam comes to believe that she's in hell, living this day over and over again. How many times? We don't know for sure. She's already tired of this existence when the episode begins, and Mulder notices her for the first time. Later, he even stops to talk to her, which sparks a conversation that she says she's had 50 times already. So we're not even seeing every iteration of this. This could have been months, it could have been years. We do know it's at least a few months. Every time we see the loop, it starts with a comedic opener, where there's a leak in Mulder's waterbed, we see him trip and fall, talk about how he doesn't even remember really buying the waterbed. That's actually because Morris Fletcher bought it when they did the body swap in the Dreamland two-parter earlier in this season. And it keeps going forward from there. So it's played for gags initially, but that's why Mulder's Day is going so badly that he absolutely positively must deposit his paycheck in the bank that day, or the check he wrote his landlord for repairs is going to bounce. He is somehow able to sort of embed something in his self-conscious and recognize that things are looping. You know, he doesn't send back the message three to talk about the number of pips on Riper's collar to use his plan to break the loop. But he does make sure he has the heads up that Bernard has a bomb. Now the loop eventually breaks when Mulder has Skelly bring Pam into the bank with Bernard and Pam dies. Now there's no reason given for this loop by outside agencies in the story. We get Pam's speculation that they need to do it until the day goes correctly. Although later she just decides, no, she's in hell. Fan speculation for why this is going on comes out of the combination of Clyde Brookman's final reposts and Tithonus, both of which provide some evidence that Scully is actually immortal. So the speculation is that the day keeps going until Scully survives, and Pam just happens to be an innocent victim here. It's just that Pam's death is the only thing that can prevent Bernard from flipping the switch and setting off the bomb. So this episode does have two notable guest stars. Bernard is played by Darren E. Burroughs, best known as Ed Chigliak on 110 episodes of Northern Exposure. His most recent credit is from 2005. Pam was played by Carrie Hamilton, the daughter of Carol Burnett and Joe Hamilton, and the goddaughter of Junie Andrews. She's possibly best known for playing Reggie Higgins on Fame, the original TV series. 
She was also very public about her struggles with a variety of addictions and passed away at age 38 as a result of brain and lung cancer. As for the science involved this time around, there really isn't any. I mean, if we're to believe that a day is repeating, then something would have to be turning back time. You know, otherwise, by the time Mulder and Scully woke up, it'd be all over the news that the night sky has changed, we're months out of whack, the seasons are messed up. So it can't just be people's perceptions while Earth is still moving in its orbit. It has to be the whole Earth itself. There's no known process that can do that. Turning things back in time and leaving one person unchanged, or not, frankly. This does, however, provide insight into the nature of science in the X-Files universe. In our universe, there's an open question among scientists about whether or not free will is an illusion, and we live in a deterministic universe. So that the future is really set in stone, because the laws of nature determine what choice we make every time a choice comes up. If that's the case, the day would have played out identically every time, aside from the pieces that Pam changed, because she's the only one who's aware of the loop. So we wouldn't have Mulder's arrival varying by a few minutes each day. We would have the, exactly the same conversations between Mulder and Scully every time they meet before they interact with Pam or anyone who has interacted with Pam. The fact that the variations exist indicate that, at least in the X-Files universe, free will is real, the future is not set in stone, and people are erratic because the day never plays out the same way twice even before Pan gets involved. Anyway, that's all we have to say for Monday. Now, join us again in two weeks' time when we look at Alpha, which is Season 6, Episode 16. Arcadia was next in broadcast order, but as we've already explained, we watched it in the intended order of production. So, join us for Alpha in two weeks' time. Thank you for listening.